0: everyone and welcome to on the line my name is addison and i am an aspiring sports broadcaster here in washington state on this podcast i interview d1 bound athletes collegiate athletes professional athletes and those who are a part of different careers in athletics my goal is to help my guests share their stories of being an athlete as well as their advice to you thank you so much for being here new episodes go live every saturday at 1 p.m pacific standard time enjoy hello everyone and welcome back to on the line my name is Addison and today I'm here with Isaiah Watts Isaiah is a basketball player out a West Seattle High school here in Washington State so thank you Isaiah for being here today
1: yes ma'am I'm excited
0: well me too so how has your senior season been going so far
1: uh it's been it's been actually really good I mean just the team is really just connected and you know, we're having a lot of fun and practice and games and, you know, I feel like we could be really good. We just got to grow. So it's been great.
0: So yeah. far, what do you think has been going well for the team?
1: Um, I feel like defensively, I think we're. What number like two in Metro right now, defensively, um, our defense is it's crazy we're holding teams to under 40 points under 50 points which is like not a lot of teams do so I'm really proud of our defense we stepped up big time especially from last year so I'm proud of us so sure.
0: what do you think has changed since last year
1: I just feel like the connection with the team has been like really great it's like I can call everybody on my team like a friend or a brother that I can just like call on like mm-hmm. regardless so I feel like the connection with the team, uh, having like fans back for the time that we had fans back was pretty fun. I think that changed a lot of things, especially like in terms of energy in the gym and stuff like that. So, yeah.
0: A word that really goes hand in hand with success is that connection and the chemistry within the team. But it's like, how do you get to that point? So what advice do you have on building that good connection with your team?
1: I would say like just, hang out with your team sometimes like sometimes you don't even have to hang out with all of them just like get like a few and then get another few and then you know Mm -hmm. connect a few and then you got your team
0: yeah I'm building that relationship off the court too
1: yeah for sure
0: on the flip side what are you hoping to improve on for the rest of the season
1: um I feel like we have a lot of stuff to improve on offensively uh, we need to get everybody like really connected, like getting everybody going in the game. So I think that's just what we need to do, get everybody going.
0: So what steps are you guys taking to improve offensively?
1: Um, Just like a lot of contact finishing in practice, just like a lot of practice with our sets, our plays, just mm-hmm. making sure everything is perfect and then ball movement we've really been focusing on a lot of ball movement, like passing it, swinging it around, getting it back.
0: One thing I noticed, at least at North Creek, from C-team looking at how, like, the style of play there versus varsity is there is a lot more movement of the ball. So that's one thing I've noticed is, like, it's a lot faster paced, too. Yeah, for sure. So what would you say is your greatest strength on the court?
1: Uh, I would say probably being a leader. Um, I feel like, like credit to my team. They have a lot of like trust in me and the fact that I can lead. Uh, me and my co-leader Teon Sesums, we're just pretty good leaders. But other than that, I feel like probably being able to create shots for myself, uh, shooting. Yeah, I would say defense too. My defense is underrated for sure.
0: What are some a lot
1: of the? On my D. Oh, sorry. I think a lot of people sleep on my okay. defense for sure.
0: What would you say are good qualities of a leader?
1: Um, I think compassion. The thing about me, I'm like a I'm like a really like competitive guy. So like sometimes I'll get too competitive and then like I'll get angry and you know, end yeah. up yelling at my teammates or whatever. But Like, I always try to understand, like, what they're doing and what they're thinking and, you know, what they saw or, you know, whatever. Absolutely. Just having that, like, you know, taking the time out to just to learn and Mm -hmm. see what they're thinking is pretty good for a leader.
0: For sure. Well, what would you say is your biggest challenge on the court or something you're trying to improve on right now?
1: Uh, I would say the biggest improvement I need to make is just physical strength. I feel like I'm pretty good at using my body for, like, a little skinny dude. Um, but, yeah, physical strength. That's that's the thing I need to work on. That's what I'm keyed in on.
0: And how are you going to improve your strength?
1: Just getting in the weight room, making sure I mm-hmm. eat right, a lot of protein. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it.
0: I'm just curious. Do you have lifts built into your basketball schedule or for high school are you mostly just um just practicing your shots and stuff like that
1: Um, well right now I'm hurt like I sprained my ankle I'm not gonna say I'm hurt I'm fine but I sprained my ankle so right now I'm not really doing much past two weeks I haven't been doing much but before that I was like I would go like on Tuesday and Thursday before practice, I would lift and then I would go shoot and then I will practice. And that's just how it's been pretty much all season. But before the season, I would lift like three or four times a week.
0: It's pretty interesting because I think the strength aspect like you're talking about is very important. And for football, it's like that is part of their practice schedules. They, they lift every day after practice. But I noticed for basketball, that's kind of something you're expected to do on your own. It's not like that's a consistent thing before or after practice. It's kind of just you do it on your own. So I think you really have to um, stay accountable on that, it seems like. Yeah, for sure. Well, you mentioned that you sprained your ankle. So how are you dealing with that, I guess, minor setback?
1: Uh, A lot of um, ice and heat, like a lot of ice. I don't like cold water and stuff like that. But I've had to take a bunch of ice baths, just making sure I get everything right so this can be as quick as possible
0: well i'm the student athletic training aide, so i'm in the training room helping the trainer and we have to get creative on how to uh, make people take ice baths and uh, (laughs) put their feet in in an ice bucket it's everyone reacts very differently we have some (laughs) people sing an opera some people who just laugh the whole time
1: yeah it's it's rough i'm not gonna lie it's rough
0: yeah but definitely important
1: yeah So what has been your most memorable win? I would say my sophomore year, we played Rainier Beach. This is a regular season game. We had the whole, like, our whole gym sold out. Like, nobody could get a seat. It was just, like, everybody was there. Everybody wanted to watch it and see it. And uh, it was a close game the whole way through. And then we ended up pulling it out in OT. We won by, like, two, I think which was pretty good because that was the first time we've ever beat Rainier Beach in program history. So that was probably the most memorable win.
0: So going back to that game, what went right to be able to beat them for
1: like the first time? Um, I feel like, like literally everything went right. Like everything just was falling. Everything was clicking. The ball movement was good. Rebounding. Like they just couldn't stop us. So. And, but, like, credit to them too. Like, we only won by two, so we couldn't stop them either. So, credit to them.
0: What has been the toughest loss?
1: Mm, I would say, I'll give you two examples. We had my sophomore year again, we played Bellevue to go to state, and we lost by like 10, which was surprising. Cause that was a game like we were supposed to win. So that one kind of hurt like a lot. So it was a lot of emotions in the locker room after just not mm-hmm. just tears, a lot of everything. But you know, after that, we went right back to work, got ready for next year. But, and then I'll say this year we lost to Seattle prep. That's where I sprained my ankle. We lost by one in, on a free throw. And that kind of sucked, too. I'm not going to lie.
0: Yeah. It's interesting. When I ask this question, most of the time, people mention a game where they lost by only one or two points. It's like those are yeah. the games I've the most because you know that that win was in your grasp. Like it was yeah. right there. For sure. Well, what have you learned are some ways to get over a tough loss or a game that just didn't go your way?
1: But I do. like I just go to the gym, to be honest. Like... A lot of our games are like late at night. So not a lot of gyms are open. So I'll go home, cry it off at home. I'm not going to lie. And then get up the next morning and then go to the gym, get to work.
0: Right. Yeah. Well, on a lighter note, <laughs> um, statistically, <laughs> what would you consider a good game for you?
1: Um, I would say around... 25 to 30 points, six assists, six or seven assists, and then about seven to eight rebounds.
0: Now, how much do you care about the statistics, would you say?
1: I mean, a lot of people say they won't. And I'll tell you, like, that's a lie. Like, I care, but it's not really something that, like, I'm really looking for, like, Mm -hmm. I'm, I definitely care. Like I want to perform. I want it to be on paper that I performed well, but I, if, as long as we win, I'm pretty happy.
0: Definitely. Well, the basketball culture is so different across the country. And I would say even from district to district and throughout different parts of the state. So what is the basketball culture like where you are?
1: I think basketball is like, you know, everybody loves it. Like no matter if you play it or not. Um, it's really, especially in Metro, it's, Metro is such a, like a, a good league to play in. And just the history of Metro is just mm-hmm. great. We've had a bunch of NBA players, like, especially recently. Um, but we've never had any success coming out of West Seattle. So what I'm looking forward to is just changing that, changing that narrative.
0: Being, like, in the Washington area but not part of the Metro, I definitely, like, it. it's known for being more competitive and known for being kind of the basketball area of Washington. So what is it like to be playing some really good teams?
1: I mean, it's fun. It's always a challenge. Like, like I tell my team all the time, like, no matter who we play, it's, like, it's going to be a challenge. Regardless. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I think it's just a great league and a great experience to play
0: in. How do you approach games where your team may be the underdog?
1: Mm, I don't really know. Uh, it's, it's I tell my team all the time, it's like, it's no different. Like, we want to play our brand of basketball. We don't want to change up anything for anybody. So just, we try to stay the same. We don't really... There's no, not really many nerves for me because I've been here four years. I've been doing this a long time. So, yeah, it's not really a change. I'm not going to lie.
0: Within the four years that you've been here, how have you seen the program change?
1: Oh, that's a good question. Um, my first year, we, we had probably one of my favorite coaches ever, Coach Kefri Fazio. Um, he was such a, just a great coach and just a great guy. Um, and then like he got a job opportunity at a college level and took the job. So then we got a new coach, coach Crowley, my coach now, a great coach, just, he really changes like the way we play basketball. Now we're like more, I feel like we're just more not free, but like kind of free in a sense to where we, we can play, you Mm -hmm. know, really just go after and get after. So just being like, being able to play basketball instead of running plays all the time and stuff like that. Coach Crowley definitely understands that type
0: of stuff. Interesting. Well, I always like look at the people I interview and just see if I can get any more information. I ended up coming across Watts basketball. So can you talk about what that is? It seems like it might be a family sort of thing.
1: Yeah, uh, that's, that's my, our family business. I watch uh, basketball camps, clinics, trainings. We pretty much do it all. Um, we start with kids about age around kindergarten. And then we go all the way through high school, through college. Um, it's really just like, it's really a good program. I know I'm biased because that's my family brand, but like it, it taught me so much and just I really appreciate everything, you know, my family's done for me. and The business has done for me too.
0: So how has this business impacted you and your basketball career?
1: Uh, I would say it impacted me just like, cause I train kids like little, little kids, like kindergarten through like mm-hmm. fifth, sixth grade. It's just learning how to be patient, like, it's really that's really a good like character trait to have is patience mm-hmm. with them kids. Sometimes, like, there's days where it's they don't listen, and you just you're not feeling it that day. But you know, you got to have patience with the kids.
0: Yeah, so I interned in a kindergarten class, so I understand that, but I feel like yeah. teaching. A sport is like another level because, you know, most of those kids, their parents put them in there because they probably <laughs> have a lot of energy. Yeah. So, yeah, I can't imagine. But then you can use that patience that you learn, you know, with your teammates. And, yeah. yeah. For sure. So, I, if you guys listening, you probably don't know this, but I send out a form for the athletes to fill out so I can get to know them a little bit more. And one question is, what is your greatest accomplishment? So, you put not applicable. Could you explain why you said that?
1: Um I feel the accomplishments that I have so far aren't really what I'm striving for. I'm not really like I'm close to reaching my goal, but I'm not really close enough to where I feel I can say oh that was something that I wanted to share, you know? So there's a couple goals that I want that I need that I got to have that I will reach. And then when I reach them, maybe we do an interview again. Mm-hmm. And we could talk about it.
0: <laughs> well, maybe if I rephrase the question, you'll be able to think of something. What are some things that you are proud of in your career so far?
1: I would just say just the person that it's the person that basketball made me become. I feel like it's just like I keep saying leader, but like the leader that I am is not just on the court. It's off the court. Like I can see like some stuff that I do, other people start to do and, you know, they start to follow along and, you know what I'm saying, little kids in my community come up Mm -hmm. to me and just feel that they can come talk to me and stuff like that. So I just feel like basketball gave me a platform just to be a great person, just a great leader.
0: Absolutely. I think sports has that power to make people a better human being, which is something I love about sports and why I want to be in the sports field is because, I can see that and see how impactful sports are to not just the athletes, but fans and um, kids and everyone. Yeah, for sure. So what does your in-season training look like?
1: Um, like I said before, lift before practice two days a week, shots before practice, shots after practice, and then go home, do homework, take a bath, take a shower, go to sleep. That's really it. It's not a lot. Well,
0: it it sounds like a lot,
1: though. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds like a lot. But once you get on like a consistent schedule, it just gets pretty normal.
0: Yeah, it just becomes a habit. Yeah. Well, on the flip side, what does off-season training look like for you? Off-season
1: training is probably like, probably the, the hardest I work. I'll go two a day's. So I might go in the morning and then I'll go after school. I'll go after school for sure. I'll lift three days a week, three to four days a week after school, shots after school, and then, yeah, shots in the morning. And then chill, hang out with friends, do homework, whatever it is. That's what it is.
0: So that's a lot. And it's not like basketball is an easy sport on your body. So how do you stay healthy and try and avoid those injuries?
1: I would say just eating right. Like, I try to watch what I eat. Um, I think my parents do a good job of, you know, keeping me fed. So, yeah, they give, they always give me good food. They always care for me.
0: So yeah. so it sounds like you come from a basketball family, too. <laughs> yeah. So is that how you got your start in basketball?
1: Yeah. Uh, watch basketball is how, yeah, pretty much how I got my start in basketball. Sure.
0: And would you say it was, like, love at first sight?
1: The, yeah, uh, you know, it was a struggle at first. I don't know. They've never, they didn't really push me into it, but like, I liked it, but I never, like, I really started loving it probably about maybe like fourth, fifth grade. Then I was like, no, nah, I want to do this. Like I want to set my goals and do this. So
0: that's was just in your blood, but it took you a little bit longer to figure that one out.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: So are you wanting to continue playing basketball in college?
1: Yeah, I'd love to get my education paid for, go to college mm-hmm. and then see how far I can take it. I'm going to try to take it as far as I can. That's so, if my body lets me.
0: Right. Yeah. So how are you approaching the recruitment process?
1: Um, I'm trying to reach out to coaches. I think that's the best thing that you can do. Uh, get on their radar Um reaching out to coaches, going to camps this summer. I went to a bunch of like elite camps. Um, yeah. Just trying to be proactive, mm-hmm. get out there, making sure my name is known.
0: So I'm just curious. Cause I'll never go through the rec- recruitment process. Don't really know anyone close to me who is. So are your coaches helping you reach out to these college, college coaches or is this something that you do on your own? Like you're the one reaching out to these colleges.
1: Um, I think it's different for everybody. My coaches. Yeah, they are. Um, my dad, he helps a lot with that. Shout out to my dad. Um, it's just, yeah, like I don't even know how to explain it. Yeah, the coaches help out a lot. But I would, I would say it's different for everybody.
0: Right, yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: So when you're reaching out to them, what things do you tell them to like get their um, attention?
1: Key things, you tell them your height. Uh, well, I mean, if you want to. Tell them your height. Tell them what position you play. Like, you tell them accomplishments that you have, your stats, um, weight. Just all the important things that they would love to know. Like, it's just key.
0: Mm-hmm. what are you looking for in a college
1: um a college where I can just go and just grow as much as I can as a person as a basketball mm-hmm. player I just want to be the best me that I can that I can be
0: so who would you say is your biggest inspiration
1: I would say my grandpa for sure uh slick watts play for the sonics just a all-around great guy like sometimes I forget like people like he thinks he's famous. I'm not going to say he's famous. (laughs) He thinks he's famous, but sometimes I do forget that he's well-known and like people just come up to him and like can talk to him. Just like, that's the person I want to try to be in life. Just, just like that. Somebody people can talk to somebody, kids aren't afraid to come up to and just want to be that type of person.
0: So because you have successful basketball players in your family. At any point, did you feel any pressure to, quote-unquote, succeed in basketball or continue with the sport?
1: Yeah, not really, no. There's not – they do a really great job. My family does a really good job of making sure I know what decisions I want to make Mm -hmm. with my life and what decisions I don't want to make. So there was never really pressure with that.
0: Well, that's good to hear because I definitely know of some people who – Definitely feel that pressure, um, which is just terrible because you shouldn't feel that stress with a sport that should be so fun.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: What has been the best piece of advice you've received?
1: Just. Just like. Oh, man. Take your time. I would say best piece of advice I've ever received is make your goals big. Like just shoot for big goals and work hard. Because if you shoot for big goals and you work hard and you don't get them, you're going to be close. You know, even if you're close, you're still successful. But you, know, you didn't reach your goal, so what? You're still successful.
0: Mm-hmm. And then if you reach that really big goal, then it's even then it's more even better. exciting. Yeah.
1: It, it feels better too, mm-hmm. for sure.
0: Well, to wrap things up, what advice would you give to young basketball players? And I'm sure you have a lot because you're you're working with them.
1: <laughs> I would just say, I mean, do what you love. Like if, if basketball is not something you love and you're just doing it to please somebody else, don't do it. And if it is something you love, you got to you really do got to work hard and just give it your all. Mm-hmm. And have fun with it, because this is a, at the end of the day, it's a game. So you got to treat it like a game and have fun.
0: Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Isaiah, for coming on the podcast today. I had a great time talking basketball with you. Uh, before we end, could you just shout out your Instagram?
1: Yep. Uh, it's Isaiah D Watts. Hold on. Let me look. Let me look. I ain't going to lie. I don't know it off the time. Isaiah D Watts 12. That's my Instagram. Go follow that. Awesome. Uh, go well, follow, go follow at Watts basketball. Give
0: yes. And I'll, or- I'll have that linked below. I think that might be easier yeah for sure all right well thank you so much again and thank you to everyone listening thank you bye thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of on the line every saturday at 1 p.m pacific standard time i upload a new episode with an inspiring new guest make sure to give the podcast a follow if you're listening using apple podcasts do not forget to rate and comment you can follow on the line on instagram at on underscore the underscore line underscore addison to stay up to date with the podcast. Thank you.